there. Welcome to the Grace Over Guilt podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Corsi. I'm a registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. This podcast will help you view food and your body in a whole new way. You'll learn how to reject the diet mentality and find sustainable, balanced approaches to your health. You'll find more compassion, love, and most importantly, grace with yourself when it comes to food, your body, and your life. Here's to more grace and no guilt. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Grace Over Guilt podcast. Thank you for tuning in today. Um, I'm excited about this episode because it's a little controversial, but maybe once I'm done sharing my thoughts, you may you may agree. You may be like, okay, I see what she's saying. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this episode. So it is titled, I Do Not Blame Gwyneth Paltrow. So Gwyneth Paltrow, if you're not aware, is an actress, right? She's an actress. I'm like, wait a second. I did some research before and yes, pretty sure she's an actress. Um, but now she's more famous, I guess, or more known for her, her, um, goop glow skincare line. Like, I don't know this goop thing. It's a, it's a website. It has vitamins, powders, sexual wellness products, and it's very, popular. It's a lifestyle brand. She started it, I guess, in 2008. Um, So she's becoming like known for this, you know, she's a health and wellness person. Um, And uh, she is getting very known for a podcast episode that she had on the Art of Being Well podcast with Dr. Cole. Um, And Yes, so he is a functional medicine expert, that's what it says, and best-selling author. Um, So I always, I don't know, functional medicine expert, what does that actually mean? Um, I always get weary of, of, you know, people having those those types of titles. Um, So I think he actually is a doctor, but I think it's more of a holistic doctor. so again, this this episode, this podcast episode, um, shed light to some of the behaviors and habits that Gwyneth Paltrow has. Um, so during this episode, they talked about her wellness routine. I think that was the question. What's your wellness routine like? And I don't want to get into the details because I don't want to like trigger anyone, whoever's listening. But <laughs> let's just say... Uh, she talked about eating very little and she talked about eating things that weren't that that aren't a meal that aren't you know she said this was lunch and I'll share what lunch was I guess she said lunch was bone broth and that's not a meal that's not you know enough food for a grown woman and she shared some other things that she does but essentially it was not eating enough food like not at all for a grown grown ass woman not enough food Um, It was funny, yesterday I went to the farmer's market and my friend uh, asked her if she needed anything um, because I was going to her house after and she was like, can you get me bone broth? She goes, I'm not going to have it alone. I'm going to have it with grilled cheese. (laughs) But I just thought, I think, you know, we talked about it after and she heard of the the podcast episode, but we were laughing over that. She's like, I know that's not just a a lunch, you know, the lunch option. That was just something that I was going to have in addition to something, um, which is totally fine. It's that it's not the food usually that is 
is bad or, or, you know, we should blame. It's like, what else are you having with that food? Um, so, so that's the, the situation. So she essentially says that this food, uh, or this is how I eat in a day. And this is what I do in a day. She does some movement as well. And there was a lot of criticism towards this. And I, you know, the, the, I guess, criticism or I agree with like that, you know, for her to share this on a platform, um, I posted about it on my Instagram for her to share this on a platform, um, in a space where people look up to her in some way, right. For her, for her lifestyle brand and all that she's doing, um, people look up to her and they may follow the things that she is saying because they think she's an expert in this health and wellness field. So that's where a lot of criticism came from because we're like, ooh, like people need to steer clear of this, like not do that. You know, this is not wellness. That's that's pretty much disordered eating. I mean, it is disordered eating. Um, I'm going to take a sip of my my chai latte. If you have never had a chai latte, please do it. I make it myself at home. It's very simple. I literally just add the chai latte mix and then a little bit of milk, whatever that is. And it's so stinking yummy. So um, she is kind of, I don't want to say promoting it because she's not like, you should do this, but just sharing that and in her sharing that, you know, she is not eating a whole lot in a day. I read some article that said um, that, yeah, that she's not eating a lot in, in a day is, is kind of, is harmful. It's harmful for people to hear that. Um, and I read an article about how she said she eats more. Sometimes she eats French fries and all this stuff when she is, uh, you know, she doesn't always eat this way. She, she eats meals, you know, she was kind of saying that, no, 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 that's not, that's not what I have, but it just came off really negative or harmful. So just to recap that, um, having bone broth, having very little to eat throughout the day is not going to support your overall health and it's not going to give you energy. It's not going to give you a vibrant skin. It's not going to give you the, re- the healthy relationship with food that you desire. Eating less is not going to support your physical body, your mental space, your emotional capacity. It's not going to support those things. Um, and I've dealt, you know, I've worked with clients who have been in this space where they're so focused on the wellness piece that they're not focused on their overall health. Um, and this wellness, it's wellness culture like this. Oh, I need to eat perfectly. I need to eat really well. I need to eat less. I need to eat these specific foods, um, bone broth or whatever it is, but that's not true health. Um, that's not what health is health. Remember health is the bigger picture. So you're physical, emotional, mental, social, all of that. That's what your health entails. And so if all of those are kind of out of whack because, you know, maybe you're, and I, I bet your physical health isn't even good if you're following like a wellness, a strict wellness routine like this. Um, but those aren't going to support your health. So seeing something like this, it may have like triggered you and be like, ah, maybe you kind of knew off the bat. You're like, yeah, this is, I'm not going to follow this. But maybe you were like, oh, should I have this for lunch or should I try what she's doing? Maybe you were curious about it. 
I just want to reassure you that eating less is not going to support your health and it's not going to help your metabolism. So a little side note that I think is important for everyone to know is your metabolism is how your body converts food into energy. And so if your metabolism is you're, you're eating less, your body is going to respond by that by slowing down your metabolism. So think of your metabolism like a fire. So I have a fire that's in front of me. And what you need to do to increase the fire, make it larger, is adding logs, right? So adding more logs is going to increase that fire. What happens when you take away logs, that fire is going to decrease. Think of the logs as energy or food, right? So when you take away logs, the fire is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. When you add the logs, the fire is going to get bigger, right? Your metabolism, the way your body converts that food into energy is going to be more utilized. It's going to, you know, work well. Um, So, and this is not saying like overeating or binging. This is not saying anything like that. Like you have to have a ton of food. It's just saying eating enough and listening to your body is going to help your metabolism rather than restricting and taking foods away. That's not going to help your metabolism. And your metabolism is going to help you feel great, right? It's going to help you with your energy levels and it's going to help you with your digestive system. So all those things, it's it's all related. So anyways, I just wanted to share that because I think that's so important with all of this is knowing how, how your metabolism works and how you can support your metabolism with all this information that's out there um, around dieting and, you know, restricting. But what's really going to support your metabolism is intuitive eating and eating more, adding more, um, you know, in a balanced way. You're adding more in a balanced way, but that's what's going to really support you. Okay, so I really want to get to like why I am choosing this title. So I don't blame Gwyneth Paltrow. The reason why I say that is because she is not to blame for all of this. Yes, she put this, I totally, you know, she put this out there and I don't think it's great. I think it's very harmful. Let me just preface all this by saying that. And we can't blame or get mad at the dieter. We need to blame the culture, the diet culture. I and I fully believe this because I talked to this of to about this concept with my clients. Um, I've had multiple clients who, you know, grew up in a household where mom was dieting, and so that just yeah they they started dieting. They started Weight Watchers when they were at the age of twelve or thirteen, so super young. Or they just always grew up around people who were dieting, and there's a lot of you know. Mm, resentment and negative feelings sometimes towards those people. Maybe it's underlying. Maybe it's, you know, you really feel it. um, It's in your conscious. Maybe it's subconscious. But what we talk about is, okay, it's okay to be angry and upset and frustrated. But instead of projecting that energy and that those, those emotions towards the person Can you project that towards diet culture? Because that's what happened to that person. It wasn't, they didn't grow up, you know, wanting to go on a diet or knowing that they should diet and and restrict and try and lose weight. That's not who they innately are, right? The culture of diet culture, I don't know, forced and, and 
manipulated them to believe that that's what they needed to do in order to be healthy, in order to be loved, in order to be accepted. So if we can shift that, that can maybe relieve that relationship with that person that you have. Because this may be a personal thing or it just may be, you know, you're seeing, you know, celebrities doing this. But um, this may be a personal thing where you're feeling some negative energy towards this person because you're like, oh, you know, they, you know, and, and let me say this. It's one thing to like see people dieting. It's another thing for someone to be like, you shouldn't have that food. You shouldn't do that. That's a little, that's another another step over the line where setting some boundaries around that is going to be important. But again, acknowledging that they're saying that because of diet culture. If diet culture didn't exist, they wouldn't be telling me that. They wouldn't be saying that, thinking these things. So that's going to be important when you're maybe trying to heal relationships with someone else or just seeing stuff online. Just, uh, you know, look at Gwyneth Paltrow, but damn, diet culture got her, you know, something like that. So I think that's a really empowering and healthy approach to all of this. Another thing too is we have to acknowledge like Gwyneth Paltrow is surrounded. I'm assuming she lives in like LA or just like in a, in the, celebrity community where that's what they do. They are surrounded by dieting and, you know, uh, being smaller or needing to be smaller and looking a certain way with their, their Botox and all that. I don't know, just all that stuff, right? So they're in this deep, entrenched lifestyle where they feel like they have to do things in order to be loved and accepted and like to stay stay in it with the times like I don't know to stay relevant Um, because people you know judge their appearances probably a lot so that's another thing that she is so entrenched in the celebrity culture that that's what gets her too it's a diet culture but also that lifestyle um, is really harmful when we look at it you know yes it's glamorous and yeah, she looks great in that dress and all that, but it's it's so harmful. It's so, so harmful. Um, and I don't know, like, personally from, or, like, I don't know anyone who's a celebrity um, who personally has, like, dealt with this, but I've seen, you know, Selena Gomez or um, other people who have really struggled with their eating and their body image because of the, the, celebrity status that they have. So that's my message here is instead of blaming her, let's blame diet culture and have a little bit of compassion for her and just the the culture that she's so entrenched in. Um, and because compassion can go a long way instead of shaming people, having compassion. Um, do I think what she did is harmful? Absolutely. But I also know and believe that diet culture is so pervasive and so, you know, it really attaches and and gets you. So I think we can have compassion for anyone that's that's entrenched in diet culture. Maybe you are. Maybe you're feeling so entrenched in diet culture and you're just like, I can't, I don't know how to get out of this. Like this is so, so stinking challenging and I want to feel better. You can, you can, pursue health and you can pursue wellness without it being dieting. 
Um, I just want to say that too. And I've had so many clients be like, oh, this is what true health means after they work together with me in either, you know, one-on-one or my Grace Over Guilt program. You can pursue health and it not feel like overwhelming or confusing or not feel like true health. Um, So that's the message here is don't blame the dieter, blame diet culture. And if you're someone who wants to open up the fridge and grab whatever you'd like without that inner critic internally judging you for your choice, or maybe you struggle with feeling confused and overwhelmed around food, and maybe this leads to you under eating in an effort to be good, or maybe you just really can't get a grasp on intuitive eating and you don't really know what your hunger and fullness cues feel like for you to listen to your body and to gain more trust with your body. If that is you, I know that my Grace Over Guilt program is designed to support. This is my signature 12-week program to help you remove all the guilt from eating, to really learn how to trust yourself and your hunger and fullness cues, and to make eating easy again and make it fun and enjoyable. So this program is starting soon. It's starting at the beginning of April. So if you're interested, please fill out the application or you can DM me, whatever is easier. Um, and we can just chat about, you know, if it's if it's going to be a good fit for you. Um, but this program, ooh, it's helped so many women. And these are skills and strategies that you're going to take for the rest of your life. You can use them. It's not just going to, you know, when, after the three months are over, you're not going to be confused. These are things that you're going to take and it's going to help you for the rest of your life. So I'm super excited about it to get it started. So if you're interested, please let me know. And that's all I have for you today, guys. I hope you have a wonderful day and take good care of yourselves. Bye.